Welcome to the Empowered You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Espino, a former licensed social worker turned spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker. And I am on a mission to help you rediscover who you truly are on a soul level so you can create the life you truly desire and make the impact that only you were born to make. This unfiltered podcast is your weekly Espino Espresso shot of empowerment, information, strategies, incredible guests, fun, and so much more all geared towards helping you believe with pure conviction that you are more than enough and have the power and abilities within you to make your dreams and desires a reality. Because let me tell you, sunshine, the world needs you. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back, sunshines, to another episode of the Empowered You podcast. So first and foremost, I just want you to know that I see you, I honor you, I acknowledge you for listening to this episode right now, despite everything that's going on on a global level, despite all the fear and uncertainty energy that's all around you, the fact that you are making yourself a priority by listening to this episode, by feeding your mind to grow your soul needs to be celebrated. It needs to be acknowledged. So I just want you to know that I see you and that the message I have for you all before we get into this incredible episode is that we will overcome. We will get through this. And I say that with pure conviction and certainty. I believe that with every fiber of my being because we overcome. If you look back in our track uh, record, right, our history, and you look at our ancestors, we overcome. And yeah, things might get a little worse before it gets better, but we will get through this one moment at a time. Not even one day at a time. We are being guided to do it one moment at a time, one choice at a time. Because during times like this where our outside circumstances are out of our control, we do have control of our internal world, right? We do get to decide what we choose to focus on, how we choose to respond and react. We choose our perspective. So keep that in mind and just know moment by moment, choice by choice, we will get through this. We will overcome. And if you can't believe that, if you're like, whatever, whatever, Kelly, da, 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 I understand that, but I ask you to please trust my belief before yours kicks in and just know that this episode is exactly what you need right now. This episode is going to give you everything you didn't even know you needed. I promise you that because today we have an incredible returning guest, which I'm super freaking fired up and excited for you all. Vanessa Cadorniu is back. And if you haven't checked her out on episode four, where she talked about past lives, Don't listen to it now because what I need you to do is listen to this episode because this episode is so right on time. But afterwards, go check her out on episode four because I'm telling you, even to this day, I still get positive feedback and compliments on that episode because Vanessa is absolutely incredible. She is an acclaimed psychic, a clinical hypnotherapist, 
international intuition trainer, an Akashic Record consultant and trainer, a certified integrated wellness and health coach. And she has spoken at conferences with Gabby Bernstein and Megan Watterson and all these other spiritual thought leaders. Vanessa truly is a powerhouse in every sense of the word. She is a beacon of wisdom, of love, of light. I was truly mesmerized by her during this episode. And during the, in this episode, she shares with us that based off of astrology and numerology and just her intuition, she wasn't that surprised about what is going on globally right now. And she explains to us why that is. We also talk about intuition and the Akashic Records. And Vanessa does an excellent job in breaking down what the Akashic Records are through her personal experiences, through client experiences, for us to really get it. I ask a bunch of questions, you already know, and I actually share something super personal with Vanessa, where she on the fly decided to give me a Akashic reading, uh, Akashic Record mini reading that was about like three to five minutes. And you're going to be able to see how easily connected Vanessa is and how powerful the Akashic Records is and how powerful she's just incredible. You're going to be so blown away, guys. And then towards the end of the episode, Vanessa opens the Akashic Records and she shares with us messages regarding how we can cope with the virus and what, what's occurring on a global level and how we can overcome and how we can parent during this time. And it's just so much information, so many gems of knowledge and wisdom. I'm telling you, this episode is everything. It really is. And it couldn't have come at a better timing. So there, I don't believe in coincidences. There's no, like, it's not a coincidence that you are listening to me right now. And it's not a coincidence that you came across this episode and podcast. So please listen to the very end, you know, follow Vanessa. All her information is in the show notes. Follow me at It's Kelly Espino on Instagram. Take a screenshot, tag us, write a five-star review, share it with your friends. We really need these messages to go to the masses. Okay, sunshines? So with that said, let's get this party started in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, Vanessa, to the Empowered You Podcast. We're so freaking excited and honored that you're here. I'm so, so excited to return, Kelly. I've been waiting for the moment to return, actually. So <laughs> perfect. I think it's in complete alignment. Oh my God, total alignment. And I, I know I told you this earlier, but till this day, because I know I shared in the intro, we have episode four with Past Life Healing with you. Till this day, people are always talking about you. You're one of like definitely the most favorite guests that have been on the show. So I am so, and I've been following your work since we connected um, for the last episode. And I've just been, it's like, I fall more and more in love with you as the days go on. I'm just so, I'm so happy that you're here. And I couldn't like, agree with you more. The timing is just so divine. It's so perfect. Yes, it is divine timing. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on. And I'm watching you as well. And so excited for all this, the beautiful work that you're putting out into the world, the energy and the inspiration. So thank Aww. you. Thank you, babe. So let us know, what have you been up to since the last time we chatted with you? So, um, since last time we spoke, got engaged, Ooh, right? yeah. um, had a passing in my family as well and a major illness. 
but it goes to show us like we're all dealing with all of it. Like that is really life, right? It's really like we're having the most amazing, beautiful moments and then we're having these challenging moments. And then I've been doing a lot coming into this year, a lot of the Akashic record training that I was telling you about um, for level one, level two, and guiding people into reconnecting to that energy because we all have it so then they could support themselves. And then some people want to step into reading for others or healing others. And so I've been in that work. And, uh, you know, I also had a Mexico retreat that I'm trying to reschedule now. And I also have a Pennsylvania retreat that I've rescheduled. And so for a lot of us, you know, I think every one of us in one way, shape or another, many of us have been building up to this exciting stuff that they're creating in 2020 and we're going to come out and step out. And then suddenly with what we're dealing with right now, mm-hmm. it's been like, oh, uh oh. And so I'm in there with all of you as well. And um, just diving in and then bringing back some hopefully treasures to inspire myself and my community. Yeah. I celebrate you and I honor you for showing up and, Oh, it takes so much. It takes so much. And I'm wondering, because I know you also are into astrology and you know astrology. I know this year was all about like structures being broken and rebuilt. So were you that surprised with the whole virus and everything? And no, I was not at all. So coming into this year, so 2020 is a two. So I also do a little numerology, right? Two mm. and two is four. Four is going to bring us back to the foundations. It is about, it's like four legs on a table. If the legs are not stable, if they're not well made, it's like the whole structure is going to crumble. And so the number four is about reviewing our foundations in terms of numerology, in terms of astrology, moving into the beginning of the year, we had so many planets in Capricorn. Now Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the taskmaster and Saturn um, in Capricorn, you know, it's the symbol of the goat climbing up and being really ambitious and focusing on authority. It focused on structure, but there were so many planets in it, including the larger ones, right? So planets like, well, Uranus is in Taurus, right? So Uranus is the, is the one that breaks up things and shocks you. And it's in an earth sign. So mm-hmm. banks, financials, structures around how we live were going to be shaken up. So Uranus is in, in Taurus. But then we had, um, I think it was Pluto, and there was a couple of others, and I can't think of right now. But there were major planets um, in Capricorn that we're asking that we structure our society, that we restructure our world, that we look at how we're living and how we're honoring these organizations or these machinations of society, but they're not as trustworthy as we think. And the thing is, right, um, the opposite of Capricorn is cancer, right? Mm. And so cancer, I believe it's in the North Node of Cancer, um, is telling us to nurture, to go within, to trust our intuition. So all of these structures crumbling or being shaken are then counterbalanced by this guidance to go within, to go into family, to get back to basics, right? To trust our feminine intuition. So this energy came in in that big way. And I'll tell you, like, I expected filling Mexico, the Mexico retreat for April 29th was going to be easy because it's an incredibly beautiful place where I was going to the Lake of Seven Colors. And we will be rescheduling. And then Pennsylvania, I thought it would be easy. I kept like people kept going in and out of my PA retreat, like in and out and Mexico people wanted to, but they were holding back. And I'm like, something is up, Mm. something is up. And when I would go within, I wouldn't get a lot. It was like, you'll be fine. You'll know as you move forward. Mm. And so, you know, a lot of times when we tap into our tuition, we're going to get answers, but also we are here to live into the answers, Mm. right? Because if we're told everything, 
we're not going to develop, you know, our own intuition. We're not going to develop our own discernment, the ability to choose. We're not going to, because we're still going to give our power away. For most of the world on this planet, Earth School, um, we've been handing our power over to other structures, mm -hmm. whether it's religion, whether it's society, whether it's our culture, whether it's our families. And you can't blame us because we learned very early on on this planet, you know, as cave people, that we had to be in a tribe. We had to be in a clan to survive. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, we also have the tall poppy syndrome, right? Where we stick our head out too, too much because the, the tallest poppy always gets, is the one that gets cut off. And so I think it's in Australia or the UK where they were developing this whole idea about the tall poppy syndrome where we're sometimes afraid to stick out from the pack because our heads might get chopped off, right? Yeah. So we all learn to cling to our tribe and to structures that exist, to tradition. Mm -hmm. But all of these energies are here to shake us up. Some traditions might stick. They might help. But overall, what we're being guided into is restructuring, is reviewing, is recharging, right? And most of us are crazy busy, whether it is making money, whether it's studying, whether it's doing all the things. Mm -hmm. This time of quarantine or of lockdown or a time where we need to practice social distancing is allowing us to see, well, how much did was I running away from my stuff? right because mm -hmm. if we're like i gotta go here and then i'm gonna yoga and then this and then that well we don't have a lot of time to feel our feelings or we might yeah. feel them for a minute mm -hmm. and so astrologically not shocked that we're dealing with this um i didn't i didn't know if it was going to be something health-wise but i did know that the financial structure was going to be shaken and some of the information that i've received is that most of us are going to be okay health-wise mm -hmm but many of us are, are going to struggle financially. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to mean that we're ha the people who have more are going to have to stand up for the rest. Um, we're going to have to share what we have. And we're also being invited to find different ways outside of the box, outside of the structure, right, to make money. I'll tell you, eight years ago, I was already doing what I do for years, like two decades. But eight years ago, I came online as a reaction to being laid off three times in the communications corporate world, right? So I worked in media as a coordinator. And so I kept getting laid off for different things. The department's closing. This is happening. That's happening. We're going to outsource to another area. And every time I was living alone in New York City going, oh, my God, my rent's almost 2K. Like, what am I going to do? And my friends who had been in my circles were like, V, do what you do. V, do what you do. So I started in person. And then I started moving it online because I wanted location freedom. So wow. a lot of people who I knew, you know, were sometimes looking down on me, sometimes doubting what I was doing. You have no idea how many calls I'm getting now. And I've done this work. This is part of the work that I do is the biz bruja, right? I do the healing work. I do training, but I also help people build their businesses online. Asking me, how do I start a class online? How do I look in the last five days? Mm -hmm. And so this is really positive because it's taking, it's taking our livelihood into our hands in a different way. Right. And I mean, a lot, not everyone's going to feel like they can teach a class online. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be different systems and different ways to make money. Mm. right there are different collaborations that we can create and when you say you receive this information is it like all of it like the akashic records your intuition numerology astrology like how do you receive this guidance which it makes so much sense it feels very aligned to me but i'm just curious 
Well, um, I think we shared last time, but maybe I'll refresh uh, because it's good to refresh. Not everybody listened to everything. Um, so I was intuitive and psychic since I was a child. And I just want to add that most of us are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that you have to have a special ability or has to be through your lineage. But the thing is that we're all born with the ability. And if you're an atheist and you're doubting and you don't believe it, let's take God out of the equation or the divine. And let's just say that the world is made of energy. So we are all wired to receive and send energetic information. We're all managing energetic information. For those that believe in a higher power or have a feeling of soul, you know, we have a direct line to the divine. So for me, while I do a lot of many things, I just hear every day. I hear stuff every day. But like all of you, I've also been busy. You know, I perform every, I used to perform every weekend in improv. Yeah. I was in a practice. I was teaching a class. I have my partner. I have this. I have stepkids. We're running around. Um, I would say that even in the last few days, like a lot of the downloads are coming in. And so to your question, I pick up information every day and I would invite all of you now that if you're going to have to stay away from people more to tune in to the repetitive messages, because intuition is repetitive. Mm-hmm. Remember like what you got last night, you were like B, 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 right? Mm-hmm. The message you're sharing. And so whenever you hear something over and over again, it's your intuition, right? pushing you into a direction no no not this person i don't know no don't go there and it's repetitive um what's the difference i did want to touch on a couple of things before we talk about the akashic records so Mm -hmm. i pick it up intuitively just knowing Mm -hmm. um we got into the akashic records last night but for anybody who's listening if you're getting anything repetitive write it down it's a great practice to tap in and say what do i need to know right now Mm -hmm. and even if you get the word relax honor it like yeah. some people want like the whole like Talmud or Bible downloaded to them when we're not even ready yet. Some people, you know, because then we'll come up with the whole idea of, oh my God, I'm supposed to do this great thing and I'm overwhelmed. And then it becomes pressure and trauma from the soul. And we don't need that because mm-hmm. the soul is eternal. You know, our guides will guide us a certain direction, but at the end of the day, they'll also be like, well, you got other lives. You know, when they're pushy, it's because they want you to get through the lesson and get the expansion that you're meant to have in this life. But it's not like they're going to spank you. I mean, we joke about that in memes. I joke about it. You know, I, I think that one guide said to me years ago, honey, do we have to punch, kick, and slap you for you to get it? Like, they were really cute. I'm like, it's okay. I got it. I tripped today and I didn't get hurt. I, I'm hearing you. And so our intuition is always communicating. It's always communicating. So if you're getting repetitive messages, if you're even getting words like rest, and what you're going to come up against is a lot of this internalized programming that I was talking about from societies, cultures, families. You know, the United States productivity is king. Mm-hmm. If we're not always doing, we feel like we're falling behind. And intuition's like, no, you're okay. I just want to share, like a friend of mine listened to her intuition and she was so stressed out because her business died basically overnight. And it will come back, you know, in probably a month or so. Um, her guides were like, rest. She rested and then she got a phone call and now she's getting a, a job. She has a job, not in her field, but doing something that she likes, right? And so it's just, and that's something that I practice in my life. If I find that my one-on-one coaching clients fall away, they're not that many, or I don't want the intensity of working with somebody for four or five months every week, I'm like, hmm, I would like some past life regressions. (laughs) Or I feel like teaching Akashic records, and then people write me, and then I say, what date do you need? And then we set it up, and then boom, people start coming in. So we have this system. We just need to listen to it. And then we need to relax enough to allow ourselves to get 
the connection that's also going to bring us what we need. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean we're not doing anything because, you know, I'm on, I'm online. I show up. It's not like I'm just at mm -hmm. home waiting for people to call me. Hey, I want to work with you. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to push or clench or contract or be desperate about it. Like, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no, 100% the forcing energy. And yeah, um, beautiful. I'm like, there's so many things. I was just like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so, okay, let's talk about the Akashic Records because I know, um, for example, I was telling my sister because she loves you. Uh, she just recently started listening to the podcast and she's like, I, she loves you. But anyway, I asked her, I'm like, do you have any questions about the Akashic Records? And my sister's very well versed in past life regression therapy and the books and all that. She's so into it. And she's like, honestly, Cal, I have no idea. So I really feel like the Akashic Records for a lot of people is kind of like, either they have no idea, well, the people that, you know, listen, they have no idea what it is, or they have somewhat of an idea. Like, I have somewhat of an idea, but not really. So if you can kind of just break it down to us, what is it? Absolutely. And so. I wanted to say before I get, get us the definition and explore us through that is that we all have access to this. Mm. We just do. And so any system of study, any book that you pick up will teach you a process, you know, and I do recommend a process, but, and you already have access to it. So the Akashic records, many of you may have seen memes or pictures of a library. So the most tangible and let's remember that as human beings, we don't have the appropriate language for the divine yep. and for multidimensional reality and for multi-sensorial and multi, like, again, dimensional reality. We don't have the complete language. We're still in development. So the definition is really bigger than I can even share. But for practical reasons, I would say it is like this soul library mm -hmm. that holds all of the energetic information of every event that's ever happened on the earth of all the events that's happened in the universe and most importantly for us, the events that have happened in our own universe, in our own world, right? So it is the, a soul library for everything that's in existence and breaking it down even further. It is the chronicles of the journey of our soul, right? So if we think of source, I'm going to call source instead of God, right? So source is all that is, it's everything. We don't leave source. We might feel like we left source, and that is a lot of a source of our pain. The root of our pain is that we feel disconnected from God or the divine or this energy, right? Or we feel we've been left or we feel alone. But the truth is we're always connected. And when we reconnect more consciously, it's easier to be healthier. It's easier to feel better because you know you've never left. And so source is all that is. And when we choose to incarnate, we extend from source. Mm -hmm. So we don't leave, but it's like that beautiful branch that stretches out. In the Akashic records, the word Akasha, right? It is like a Vedic word. It's a Hindu word that means energy. It's like chi, like prana, right? Like, mm -hmm. hey, your vibes. I like your vibes, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's really, in Reiki, we call it universal life force energy. And so it is the energy of all. And we were talking earlier about energetic information. So it's the library with energetic information. Um, for many people, it's more comfortable to imagine they're going to a library and picking out a volume and then opening it and flipping through the pages. That's something that as human beings, we can relate, right? But in general, it's really not this location outside of ourselves. The energy is located within our DNA and extends out. And it is created when we extend from source. 
At the same time that we extend from source to incarnate, we have Akashic record keepers, right? Mm -hmm. And so the Akashic record keepers, we're probably calling them master healers. We're calling them Jesus, maybe, you know, well, Jesus has his own extension from source, I believe, but we're calling them angels. We're calling them, you know, mermaids. We're calling them um, ancestors. So they can go by many names. And in the Akashic records, I tend to find all of the above. I've found extraterrestrial intelligence. I've found ancestors. I have found elves. I have found, oh. right? Because we all have different lineages, right? So if you're from a particular lineage where it's heavily, let's see, Irish or Wales or other places where they believe in little people, like those type of little, you know, um, like, like little elves and fairies with wings and that type of energy, you're going to get them showing up when there's a reading. But let's get back to the Akashic Records. So the Akashic Records, the energetic records, um, are contained and held and guided by these, we can call them guardian angels or Akashic Record Keepers. And they're always with us, right? And so the gift of the Akashic Records is whether you buy a book, download a pamphlet, watch a video, there's many ways to access it. And the truth is that we have probably accessed it. And if we've accessed this on our own, it's been in those aha moments. It's been in those moments, maybe of beauty or even of pain, where you take a breath from your pain or your beauty and suddenly all like seems to fit in. Mm. Like if you've ever had that moment in your life where like the pieces see you like, oh my God, this happened, it was terrible, but how great that it happened because now this happened. It's like those moments where it's almost like a domino or like, oh, it makes sense. And so the Akashic record space, when we access it outside of a process or a system, is something that can come naturally from nature. It's the feeling of connection. It is the feeling of truth and love. So in the Akashic record, the energy is truth and love. You know, somebody had a session with me and they were like, Vanessa, it was so different from anyone because when I go and people throw out their tarot cards and they're going, let me tell you, your guide is going to slap you. What are you doing? You need to leave that person. And she goes, and every time I leave that reading or whatever, I feel like chastised and it feels like somebody slapped me. And she goes, and when I came to this reading, my guides told me in a kind, loving way that I'm in a pattern that it's time for me whenever I'm ready to release the pattern and move forward and create something new. She goes, and it was the same information, but done in a loving way. Right. So that's what I keep the feedback that we get. So in the Akashic records, only love and truth can exist. So it's a great place to breathe into. So if anybody's listening or even you, Kelly, or all of us, if you don't, let's say, or like, well, I didn't take a class. It's okay. Breathe, put your right hand over your heart, your left hand low in your belly, and you're just going to breathe in love and truth, mm. right? Because love and truth helps clear interference. And what is interference? Doubt. It's um, fear. It is um, all of the horror movies and the scary movies about viruses that we've ever seen, mm -hmm. right? They're thought forms. Mm -hmm. And a thought form is um, an energy that's been created because many, many people have held it right yeah so if we have this oh the apocalypse it's the you know the whole you know with some religions are like it's over if we all start like feeding into that thought form then that's going to take some shape mm -hmm. in our lives yeah but the easy way to just we have to like get rid of that thought form by breathing breathing in tr truth and love truth and love from the perspective 
of the Akashic Records, we are here to experience love and truth. We are here to experience mm -hmm. all of it, mm -hmm. all of it. So if you've had a past life and let's say you weren't such a great person or whatever, and you're like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed or I'm so ashamed. It's happened to me, right? I passed away uh, being an alcoholic and I was not proud of it when I found out about it in my twenties. I was like, oh my God, I'm all, but then I was judging myself and it was like, wait a minute, there is no judgment. We are mm -hmm. all experiencing different things to get us to this, right? Love and truth and this awareness of ourselves. And the journey of spiritual development is releasing everything that we are not, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. we're getting closer to love and truth, love and truth, love and truth. Mm. Okay, beautifully expressed. I have some questions that came into my mind. So, we're, so what you're saying is we're always connected to the Kaushik records, whether we know it or not. True? Yes. Okay, cool. And then when you mentioned that um, client of yours where the guide was like, it's just the pattern, blah, blah, blah. It's a, you're, it's a soul pattern, right? So every past life, it may, it's carried on. Is so it that could be both, right? So that's a great question. And it's very multi-leveled. So there are some patterns that it could be a soul pattern that we're repeating past life through life through life. It could be a pattern we picked up now in this lifetime because we incarnate into a particular family that has that ancestral pattern, right? Oh. Right? Or it could be like, oh, I've never tried this pattern on. I'm going to yeah. try it. I mean, that's truly the spirit of the Akashic Records, really. It's not like this sanctity, holiness of like silence. It's this expansive energy of like, I'm going to be a surfer dude in this life because like I was so responsible in the other one. And now I just want to ride the waves and connect to my body. And then you incarnate that way. And you have that feeling of being under the sun and living that life, whatever it is, because we don't want to generalize. Everybody has their own unique lives. Um, or a lifetime where you had many, many children. And you're like, okay, I have done that. And now I'm going to incarnate and not have kids and find out what it's like to be a woman who doesn't have kids and dedicates her life to finding out who she is. So there's more joy and excitement in choosing like what we experience rather than dread. Like I was bad in another life and now I'm being punished, right? Because mm -hmm. that's some of the energy that sometimes we've heard. So with your practice personally connecting with the Akashic Records, do you use it for healing, for insight, for it all? Like how can we, like what's the, I mean, I'm, there's tons of benefits, I'm sure, but like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got, and then the answer is coming. So one of the main reasons that I would say that it's great for people if they feel called to connect to the Akashic Records is, you know, and again, there are many different systems. Somebody wrote me and they're like, oh, why should I take the Akashic Record training you're doing? Because, and I said, well, how do you connect and what happens? She said that in her system, you just connect and whatever comes through. So in the process that I've learned, you go in there with intention and questions, right? So the main reason I would say is because of empowerment, oh. empowerment. So the traditional religious views are like, we have to surrender. Somebody else knows better. And I just have to have this blind faith and just let go. These are traditional systems. Mm -hmm. The Akashic record says we're co-creators, mm. right? Co-creators. We're not creating all of it. Otherwise most of us would not have created what we're dealing with right now. Right. In the country, in the world, we wouldn't want that but we're co-creators, we can still be having the worst situations in our life and yet be co-creating possibility, opportunity, health, because we can choose how we react to the collective creation. 
Because mm. what we're dealing with right now is a collective creation. So empowerment is number one. And then I'm going to give you three examples. Okay. Most of the time when people go to, let's say, a tarot reader, when I was a tarot reader for 20 years, just to share, and I love tarot and it's beautiful and sacred. I'm not putting it down at all. Um, or an oracle card. And they might say something like, um, why, why is this person, uh, why are they hurting me? And they're, they're not loving me. Like, why are they, let's just choose that. Why did they lie to me? What's happening? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a tarot reading might say, well, they had a past hard life, past life. You know, this is a pattern of theirs. Um, you need to love yourself and you need to break free, right? Mm -hmm. An oracle card might be like time to separate and time to love yourself. These are just generalizations. People might get more. With an Akashic record reading, you would take a victim question. Why? Why is this happening to me? You would empower it to ask, what do I need to shift within myself? What belief do I need to release? Or what story do I need to uncover in order to bring in the love that I want? You see, there is no focus on the other person. Mm. and the 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 thing we have to be careful with with readings and other things is sometimes codependent people are reading us oh yeah and they focus the crap out of the other person and i was doing a training where i was watching one of my clients reading someone and they were going there a little bit focusing too much on the other person and i was typing in the chat right in zoom going focus on her focus on her it's not about the other person it's about you it's about the person and then she finally wow. read it and goes okay let me take a deep breath in what do you need to shift you know and in came in all this early childhood stuff that she needed to heal but it wasn't about this person through the akashic records showed yeah. experiences from yeah. that, in that lifetime in my trainings people read each other and then i also bring in like secret like strangers that they don't know so they get to read them wow. and so i was texting i was writing in the zoom in the chat like to my student in the class and saying don't focus on her don't focus on him bring it back and so in a lot of readings um and it's personally satisfying that reading it's ego satisfying when you're like girl you better walk away he's a user you got you know better time you got to move on f that all that energy we could still have that acute energy and it's fun, but we also need to ask, well, what do you need to shift? Mm. Because then we start blaming the outside and saying men are liars, men are betrayers. And those are stories. Mm. Those are stories. And so be mindful. Anyone who's listening, if you're getting readings, if you're getting sessions, they might be ego satisfying, but we also want to get to the heart of it. And so in the Akashic records, you can ask, what do you need to shift? And, then the answer will come in the Akashic records. You mm -hmm. could see maybe a, a child crying, right, in your arena of work where they were left all the time. And so now they go for the unavailable person. So it's not about Paquito or John or Jim or Duane <laughs> or whoever it is, right? It's about us. Like we keep picking the person for some reason. We keep setting it up. And so it gives us power. The Akashic record process of getting information, getting inspiration and getting healing empowers us to understand we can shift our stories. Mm. That we're not just, like people have come to me like, that's just the way it is. People always leave me, that's the way it is, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, have you ever been curious? Why not? It's just, when I'm like, Do, would you like to change it? 
they're like, well, if I could, I'm like, could you imagine where a place, a space where you could change it? They're like, I could actually, I'm like, good, then we can proceed. And then I start to tap in through the Akashic records and it comes up and they cry. We go through the healing, we go through the breathing and releasing. And then we set up a new intention, right? So it's about releasing the old energetic pattern and bringing in new. Mm. So that's why I love it. It's empowering. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And question for you. Can you like the Akashic record, let's say you have your own business and you're scared to, you're um, a psychic and you're scared to show your psychic abilities or whatever out of fear and past life. Uh, yeah. Of being, <laughs> of being killed for it. Can you go on the Akashic records? And if it brings up that lifetime, can you heal it on the spot? Like, can you delete it from the Akashic records or no? Yes, you actually can. And so there are techniques, right? And they're protected, like they're registered through soul journeys. So I can't really divulge them, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a certified trainer and, and Jennifer Longmore is the creator of this particular process. But like I said, there are many. You can, and if the person is ready, it will happen. There may be, and there's ways to do it. Like you would ask a telepathic question. So there's a lot of techniques to figure out if the person is really ready to release it. Because a lot of times people need a lot of healing and it's a process, but there are moments. I had a quick 30 minute reading. I think it was two weeks ago where somebody came in and it was a love reading, but she didn't really ask. I went in and suddenly I was like, boom, I saw the ancestors. Boom. I saw the past lives and I started to describe and she's sobbing quietly. She's like, this resonates, this resonates so much. And then I'm like, I want you to close your eyes to breathe. Are you ready? Are you ready, willing, and committed to begin to release this now? And she said, yes. And we started to work on releasing it and bringing in a new pattern and bringing that ancestral energy into the light to be healed. You know, and we're in a very unique time. Like, yes, this is like a pandemic and many are quarantined, most of us, right? We're in a unique time. We've got Wi-Fi. We're on a podcast right now. Mm -hmm. There are free trainings. There's free information. We are here to accelerate our our evolution. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's so many ways. And so absolutely, if you're really ready, and that's the deep commitment. And I want to answer to that. And I want to give you a chance to ask questions, but I want to answer something. In Mm -hmm. the healing, in all the years that I've done healing, the difference between people shifting people not shifting is their attachment to what is Mm. right let Mm. me explain so let's see years ago i was involved with somebody i was in therapy i was involved with somebody who eventually cheated and i canceled the wedding i didn't know the questions that i know now but i talked to my guides i was in a i was in a lesson i wasn't ready to release that cheater energy right i just Mm. thought well if you have faith and they're in therapy too and they're going to work it out right? And I had a glass ceiling. I had an attachment to the relationship. I didn't want the relationship to end. I wanted things to change, but I didn't want to let go, right? Mm. What I learned, what I learned right before um, I found out about all that is that I was lighting a candle in 2006 and praying and thanking God because I was going to marry this person that I'd been with for seven years and I'd raised their three, helped raise their three kids where I heard, Vanessa, your lesson is done. It's time for you to move on. And I was like, are you kidding me? Seven years of my life, my baby breeding time. Like, really? Yeah. You could have told me earlier. Could we have accelerated it? And we'll watch. so then I, I took a deep breath and I said, you know what? I'm willing to let go of anything that you need me to let go of. I said to my guides. I said, because they're saying you have to break up with me. You have to cancel the wedding. It was a long distance wedding. It was like in Miami. And I said, yeah. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. You need to show me in black and white. 
And so we do have that ability to have a divine internal conversation and say, I need clarity. And then you got to hold up your end of the bargain, right? Mm -hmm. So when I got the email with the person that he'd been with, who was also married in California, who had kids, and she was saying certain things, I was like, wow, I got to now step up to my promise, my integrity, my commitment. And I did. And I, and I canceled the wedding. I, and I didn't have a job, by the way. I had left Telemundo in Miami to come to New York. And so I kicked somebody out of my apartment with no like real money. Okay. Oh. Right. And so what I'm saying is and if we want things to change, but we want everything to stay the same, it's harder because you said, can we change quickly? We can change quickly when we're not attached to what it looks like and what everything is right now. And I found the most times in my life where I'm willing to let go. Right. Mm -hmm. In 2012, when I crawled out of that car accident and I heard go full time, Listen, I'd been ripped from day work from my from my career. My relationship at the time had also imploded again, right? So many things had fallen away. And I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. What do you want me to do? You want me to go online? I'll do it. The more we're willing to let go of structures, right? The more, the quicker we'll heal. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to throw in, and it's personal, but you know, I moved out to New York to, I mean, to Pennsylvania to be with my partner and people kept asking me, is he the one, is he the one? And over the years I said, I don't know. They're like, but you're a psychic, you're this, you're that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, another person also has free will, mm -hmm. right? We can, our soulmates can come to us and then depending on what the circumstances are and what they're willing to do. I said, I don't know. I am hoping and holding space that he will step into his own healing, which he did. Mm. Right. And so we need to stay awake when somebody reads you and goes, that's your soul, man. Because then what we do is we go to the soul and we hold on to them for dear life. Yeah. Right. We wrap our arms around them, our legs and we're like, no. And then they're suddenly very rude, not nice, whatever it is that they're doing abusive. And we're like, no, but the psychic said, but my dream, mm -hmm. we need to learn to release the form of things to accelerate our evolution. Wow. I hope that made sense. I know it was oh, a yeah. lot of lunch. But no, 100%. It made so much sense. I was like writing down notes. Everything you were saying makes so much, wanting things to change, but couldn't let go. And then, ah, oh, beautiful. Well, something that I always share in my intuition boot camp, which is, you know, we want things to change, but we want them to change the way we want them to change. Yep. And, to, and let me tell you, years ago, if you told me I'd be in Pennsylvania, working online, uh, marrying the partner that I'm marrying, I would have been like, in fact, I think 20 years ago, uh, somebody read me, an astrologer said, by the way, you're going to be working from home. I'm like, are you crazy? I'm an extrovert. I, I will die, you know, mm -hmm. but here I am eight years and, and counting. And so, you know, we need to be able to let go of what we think it should be, not forcing ourselves, not going, well, I don't really love this person, but I feel like I should marry them. And my guide is telling me that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if a particular structure, if a particular job, if a particular relationship, if a particular way of being no longer serves you in present moment, it could have done a great job in the last 10, 15 years of your life. But now it's not serving you. It's important for us to say, I'm now ready and willing. Doesn't mean you have to do it overnight. Mm -hmm. And you can ask that it's manageable. Like when I do really deep work with clients, I kind of throw that in there. I'm like, we ask that the change is manageable, you know? Wow. So in your experience and the work you've done, have you had like just one crazy, incredible Akashic record session and the person didn't need continued support and, you know, or like, do you have any of those st stories that you can share? Well, the particular situation, 
Um, for the particular situation, let's see, let's see, let's see. Do, 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 do. Yes, yes. So I had a client that came to me and they were holding back their visibility online. Mm-hmm. And when we went into the session, it was all about visibility and it was super intense because they rushed at me, the guy, her guides, her ancestors, and they were like, this is the lifetime where she gets to do it and be safe. And they started to show me, I mean, like 15 lives of death, torture. It was really sad. Um, her family line came forward and they were like, we were killed like when we were Jewish 500 years ago, right? Um, and then we changed our name and then we became Christian. And then we were killed there too. And then we stopped. We stopped doing like spiritual work because we were like, no, we're not going to do that as women. And so we went through this healing, this healing, this healing. And I think that within a couple of days, this person um, just went on and did this big campaign. Like they stayed up a couple of nights, created it, and they were out there in their video. Wow. And they were just, you know, and so that's one of the cases. I had one case of somebody who really didn't believe in anything, showed up, and it was a 30-minute reading. And it, and let me say, every reading's different. Mm-hmm. In some readings, the you open, so we open the records. Mm-hmm. Even though we're always in the records, we do open them. So it's almost like we're creating sacred space, and we open the records. The client says, yes, I'm ready. And it could be like you get a couple of things and then you say, share them with the person. They go, yeah, I'm resonating. And then you keep going and then they ask questions. Mm-hmm. But there are some readings. And this one was a woman came in and I wrote about it. I posted it online where I'm suddenly watching this ship and there are these stormy seas and there's this young man and he keeps going, oh, my God. Why, why did I leave my wife who's pregnant in Europe and now I'm on the ship and now we're going to die. And he climbed up the post and he looked out to the ocean. I was seeing it. It was like this crazy, like incredible thrusting ocean and people were being thrown and killed. And this young man was the last one to die. And as he died, he died with such guilt. He felt that he let down his family, let down the wife that was pregnant, his future children, his child that was already alive, his crew, because he was high level, though he was young, because people kept dying, so he kept rising, right? Mm -hmm. And in this life, it's a woman who basically married one of those crew members and and so I just the the records kept talking like she didn't even ask any questions she was just crying I was like they're telling me you're afraid of the water you're telling me you're even afraid of a pool they're like you're afraid of 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 heights and and she was like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." I was like and you've been married to somebody that you felt guilty and you married them because of guilt she was like oh my god you know it was like boom 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 and it was just happening and I believe that everyone receives what they're needing so that woman may have needed to just hear a barrage of information coming at her for 20 minutes and maybe ask one question. And that wife that had passed away in another life was a current other relationship that she had going on secretly. Feeling like she owed herself this relationship in this lifetime and to leave the bad marriage, which she did, right? But it healed a lot for her. And I think she even was able to go into a pool. She's like, not an ocean yet. But so do you feel this awareness and this um, people's connection to, wow, this makes so much sense, how it just feels so aligned is almost like halfway of the healing, just being able to have that awareness? Yes, that is. And that's a gift of the readings. That's a gift of numerology. That's a gift Mm -hmm. of astrology, right? All the astrologies give us these gifts of recognizing because they're archetypal uh, symbols that carry power, right? Mm-hmm. Even past lives, let's not argue if they're real or not. Did it, re- did it resonate? Did it shift you? Did it mm-hmm. set you free? That's how we know it worked. Part of that is that, but then you also, 
you know how it is. You feel really happy when you go to see Tony Robbins or maybe someone else and you're like, mm-hmm. Woo, yeah. And then you get home and two weeks later it goes down, it goes down to you're like, eh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you want to anchor in the change. Mm, yeah. You don't want it to be. And honestly, that's one of the things that made me develop more as a healer because I've been, I've been watching readings since I'm six, five or six years old. Like my mom, aunts, like people that I knew went to readings. So I've seen the coffee grind reading. I've seen the cigar. I've seen the rum. I've seen like the traditional tarot and playing cards. Like I've seen so many different readings. But the thing that always struck me is like, okay, so they had this awakening or this shock or this thing in the moment. But then they're going home and it's still happening. Mm. So that's what brought me into understanding, you know, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. We're creatures of comfort. And sometimes we don't have the support. We don't feel we have the support because we do have it energetically. Mm -hmm. But we're in a body and we're meant to be in a body. People around us, like I remember when I ended that that marriage, that wedding, and and I had him leave. I remember I went out with my friend and my Latin friend was like, but a muchacha, like everybody does that shit. You know, you're going to leave him because you cheated, you know, come on girl. Like I said, la vida. Right. But then I turned around and this Russian woman's like, Vanessa, my husband, he do this too, you know? And so everybody was like, you know, uh, and the lady that I knew was Jewish and Italian. Ah, you smack him and you take him back. So it was just like, wow. Women from many cultures were telling me. And so a lot of times we don't receive the external support for the change that we're seeking yeah that's why people like you are important people like me you know people who are bringing the unconscious into the light that's what we're doing yeah oh so powerful Vanessa you are so wise I just I could literally just like popcorn just listening to you honestly (laughs) honestly so wise and this is I know you're going to share with us a message um for the collective regarding the virus you're going to access the Akashic records but first I have like a a selfish question, I guess I want to ask you because you actually, I went to a, a breathwork uh, meditation and it was like my second one ever. And you came to my mind and I was like, I must ask her this on the uh, podcast. So what was coming through was this whole idea because um, my, my history in this lifetime, I've struggled with not feeling good enough and capable enough, right? And some dependency, over dependency issues. And that not good enough co- quote unquote complex comes up a lot. And I understand it's healing onion, heal deeper, blah, 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 blah. Right. Get it. So in the, the breathwork meditation, um, I was thinking like, Oh, when you're born, you're perfect. You're more than enough. Oh, blah, blah. And then what came through was this memory of, Oh shit. That's right. When I was born, I had a flap on my esophagus. I don't know how to say that. Yeah. So I wasn't able to really, um, the food wasn't able to go to my stomach. I wasn't able to process food. So when, in, when I was one month old, I was like, either I'm going to die or I had to get surgery. So I got surgery and, I, and the doctor said the scar was never going to remain, but the scar remained. And, it, and through the, the, med- the breath work, I'm like, holy shit, that must be past life related because I was born, quote unquote, not good enough. I was born like I needed to be fixed and I wasn't whole. Um, so I was like, this must be past life, or, like must be. So I was like, I must ask Vanessa, um, or is that in your, I mean, I know we're not having a session here and I don't expect no, that. But we do a short one if you want, like two seconds. Really? Okay. Yeah, so let's do two seconds. So, so Kelly, just breathe into your heart. If you just a second. Okay. If you're willing, if you're willing to. Oh my God, so willing. Yes, great. So breathe into your heart. And do you give me permission to open your records today? 
Yes, please. Thank you. I'm just going to say a little prayer and then I'm going to open and I'm going to share some information. As I begin the session for Kelly, I ask that our higher self, our angels, guides, and record keepers be present. As I begin the session for Kelly, I ask that my own higher self, angels, guides be present. As I begin the session for Kelly, I ask that God, great spirit, the universe, goddess, protect us, fill us with love, light, truth, compassion, and allow us to connect to the sacred information, inspiration, energy, and healing that Kelly needs at this time, so it is, so it shall be. Ashe, aho, amen. Your records have opened, and it is an incredible, incredible collection. I mean, the golden light, I know that you like the sunlight and the gold, but this golden light, this energy of expansiveness is incredible what they're guiding me into um it's really intense so you were part of an ancient family they're saying where they worship the sun and you were like like there was you weren't like the top royalty but you were part of a royal family okay but either there was sacrifice or there was something happening in the temples or they were killing a lot of innocent people. And even though you were wealthy and you were rich and you were higher class, you know, upper class and you had a lot of access to money and opportunities and things, um, they're showing me you were a man. You were so upset because there was just really, really rich and then poor and then very few struggling like the merchant class. And as a merchant, you could rise and have more money, they're saying, but you were still like looked down upon by royalty. So is this extreme and the poor were really poor and you did not, did not, did not like it. And you know, what wound up happening is that you didn't feel like you fit into the royal family. So you didn't fit into the family you were born into that lifetime, but you didn't fit into with the poor either that the minute they saw you they're like oh please because you also had a certain skin color that was different than theirs that let them know like people could just tell by looking at you no matter what you did to yourself that you were not of their class like you were higher class it was just who you were and so um they're showing me something where you kind of went against either a king's rule or a king's decree something and so you were part of some like protest or something Ooh. and you got stabbed in the chest. Okay. And what they're telling me is that part of what you wanted to do in this lifetime. So you came in as a woman on purpose and you've had other lifetimes in between, but as a result of that lifetime, you wanted to come in the middle way, like in terms of not poor, too poor, not too rich. Like you wanted to be the middle way. And they're telling me that you wanted to come in as a woman and you are here to bring, like, you know, you say sunshines, hello, sunshines. They're telling me that, like, you're here to bring the light to everyone. So it's, it's, that's why you're also choosing a podcast format right now to spread a lot of information. Yes, you have your classes, you have other things. And what they're saying is that, um, in fact, in fact, your guides are saying, it's not that you were good, you weren't good enough and they had to heal you. It was that you were carrying guilt from that other lifetime. Oh. So you were asking for an impediment. Oh. Okay. Cause in that lifetime you had it all. Wow. And it disturbed you. And so it wasn't that you, I mean, your mind created that 
or people around you. I see some people who were, they didn't mean to, were like, oh my God, such a pretty little, but look what happened and look what she has, or this is what has to happen. Like she needs surgery. Like, oh, but I see the almost perfect. Like, I think somebody said that around you. Mm. It may not have been your family, but it may have been the nurses. It may have been somebody. They did not mean it. That's what they're telling me. And that you pick it up because we pick it up as children, as babies. We pick up information in the womb. Does this resonate with you? Whoa, yes. So coming in with the flap, whatever, that's past, like I chose that because I wanted, quote unquote, like something wrong with me, like, I guess. But then (laughs) in this lifetime, what I may absorb energetically was this whole not, quote unquote, not good enough. Is that, that's how I understand. It wasn't yours, so it's a story. Ah. And your guides are inviting you to recast the story and to say, wow, I was so meant to be alive at this time that the surgery worked. Oh, I love that. Right? Wow, yeah. The surgery worked. I was so needed at this time. Like, I want to cry right now. This is like the emotion that they're bringing to me. You oh. are so needed at this time that the surgery worked. Whoa. <laughs> so beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Thank and just you. breathing that energy in, and I know that we're, we're on a time and everything, but just I want you to breathe that in for a moment and just like, and just, and if you could just repeat after, if you could just say yes, at least, are you ready, willing, and able to begin to release the story of not being good enough? Oh, yes, 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 yes. And just, I am now creating a new pattern, a new story where I am more than enough. And in fact, I was so needed on this planet. My particular energy was needed on this planet that this surgery worked and I was so blessed and I'm here now. Oof. Thank you so much. And and do a lot of like breathing into your solar plexus because the flap in the solar plexus is personal power. Yeah. This is where we feel good enough. So if there's that little rupture, and so just imagine that it's healing. Yeah. I know that we don't have time for more, but that was like really at the point, at the thing. And they're also telling me really, really quick that there were other lifetimes where you were out there and you were putting out information. And like, I see you literally passing out newspapers. So you've had a relationship to the written word, like in in printed form. Mm -hmm. So either you worked with a printer or worked around a person. You've had many lifetimes, not your first rodeo, but you were handing out like leaflets and information to people. So you've been a disseminator of information many, many lifetimes. And in fact, you're saying that's one of your main. In fact, that's really your soul's theme. You are a communicator. And in many lifetimes, you did it to varying degrees of success. But believe it, this lifetime, you're meant to do it with more freedom than ever. Wow. Vanessa, thank you so much. I gratefully received that. I totally did not expect that at all and i'm just so grateful for you there's a little more drop and thank you and i received that there's a little more drop and in those lifetimes where you were doing it there was a fear of being too much especially Mm -hmm. as a woman so the other side of the face of not being good enough is the being too much Mm -hmm. and they're showing me like sometimes you go back and forth and they're saying you know you are more than enough and you are perfectly what is needed for this time for your calling you know, wow. someone jokingly said to me, wow, girl, you could really talk, but they meant it, you know, putting me down. I'm like, honey, cause God knew that I had to talk a lot in this life and gave me the skills to be able to do it. 
just own it. Just own it. Just own it. So just taking a moment to close your records, but there's a lot more in there. Just close and take a break. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to connect Kelly's. And they're so happy. They're jumping around. They want to give you so much inspiration. Keep taking care of you. They're saying, filling your cup, as you've said, and allow yourself to be where you are. You've been through so many lifetimes and you deserve this lifetime. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. I already knew I was going to book a session with you, but yeah, that, and I hope everyone listening is just amazed by because you did that so effortlessly and that was so beautiful thank you so much again so unexpected but i'm so grateful and i really love it the listeners can now see in firsthand how how great you are and how connected you are and how valuable this information is and how it totally connects like the sunshine solar plexus my logo is all yellow it's it's just like mind-blowing i love it and Um, it's, it's your culmination like so am I like my lifetime, like you said about visibility and people like I was hiding and hiding. I mean, I did what I did for almost 20 years before I even came online. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was still hiding even when there was Wi-Fi, and then now I'm not anymore. And I do it in English and Spanish. It's like we were here to complete certain things. Yeah. And move forward. So oh, beautiful. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, I can talk to you forever and I can ask you so many questions. Cause like I said, like you're just a beacon of wisdom. I'm just like, in awe, really, honestly. But what I would really, really love, and I know the listeners would really, really appreciate if you could access the records and just give us some guidance regarding what we're going through with the virus. I know yesterday you held a healing circle, which was so amazing. It was a free healing circle, which everyone needs to follow Vanessa, which your all your information will be in the show notes. And I'll ask you like where people can connect with you. Um, but it was so powerful, the messages that you were sharing with the group about the virus. And it kind of really helped us just with more, feel more hope and faith and ease. And I know the listeners would really, really benefit from that. So would you be comfortable doing that? Yes. Yay. So just allowing you and I to close our eyes for a moment. Anybody who's listening, because you may receive some too, taking a deep breath in and exhaling. As I begin this session, I ask that the Akashic Record and Akashic Record Keepers for the collective allow us to connect to the sacred information, inspiration, energy, and healing that will serve those listening. So it is, so it shall be. Ashe, aho, amen. The first thing that I'm hearing is that there is a lot at play here. The world has come to a point where it can't continue the way that it is. It's getting to a point across the world where there's also, um, I mean, there's some places that are better off than others, but even politically, financially, where there are a lot of extremes. And so this coronavirus really hasn't come through to punish us. It hasn't come through to be the apocalypse. It hasn't come through to be the end of days. And it is important for us not to even joke like that, to even bring that energy into it to remember that we're co-creators we are co-creators many of you that's what they're telling me many of us here have actually needed a break many of us we've been going 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 they're saying we've been going here we've been going there we've been trying to check you know we have fomo as a society especially in the united states but around the world This is a deep invitation to return to ourselves, to review who we are. Maybe what we've been in, who we are, and our habits have carried us this far. Will it carry us into this time of transformation? Um, The guides are saying that, 
you know, what Vanessa said earlier about how we all want things to change the way we want them. But a lot of us on the planet, and let's focus on the United States, have focused on success as being having all this money, being in this bikini, having a yacht, having this, you know, location-free life where we're on this yacht and we're doing whatever we want and we're not working and, and all this. We have made success, quote-unquote, a fictitious thing, something that is... Um, not to say that people can't have that, but they're saying that we've been placing our focus and our energy and values that don't serve us. So there's a lot of increase in depression because of social media, the, the collective guides are saying. And so what they're saying is by taking, social media is still out there, but by taking away the capacity for us to be on yachts, to be rolling in the dough, to be all doing all the things, we're coming back to basics of ourselves, facing what is in our home. Is it time to organize? Is it time to clean? Is it time to clean up our eating habits? Is it time to face our anxiety, our pain, our sadness? Is it time to focus in on, on hobbies that we've been wanting to focus on? And so this, is, which is happening globally, is a time for us to remember that one, we are one, right? Because it's passed on from person to person. A lot of us are like, well, I'm this and they're that. No, we're all one, the guides are saying. We are all interdependent. We need each other to live, right? And so what happened in Italy, right, winds up in or China, impacts us here, and so on and so on and so on. And so the collective is saying that they are they're asking for more responsibility from people. If you want to take a walk, take a walk, but please try to stay away from those places because we're going to contain it. They're telling me that it's going to be contained um, they're telling me in less than two months, they're saying, but people have to choose the free will of really staying quarantined. The two months doesn't mean we're not going to go back to work, but meaning that it's just going to die out, die out, die out. And they're saying that, yes, there will be a death toll. Unfortunately, it will be the people who are, you know, very ill already and very ill. So if you just have a bit of a thyroid condition, you just want to make sure that you take your medicine, right? Like I have that. Or if you have asthma, you just have to be on top of that or you have to just pay attention. Um, this does not mean that everybody with asthma or everybody with thyroid condition or everybody with high blood pressure is going to pass away if they come in contact with the coronavirus. What they're saying as well is that many of us are going to have it and then get over it, not even really even know that we had it because like, especially in the United States and the North uh, East, we're already going into hay fever, right? Season because it's getting warmer out. And so we could be like, well, I, I was tired. I had a cough. I felt like challenged, but now I'm okay. So they're saying that for some people, it's going to be so mild that we're not going to have it, but we have to remain um, cautious and careful just because we don't want to pass it on to others. Um, the deepest message of all of this is that it's time to review how we're living. Time to review the footprint we're leaving on the earth. Time to review what kind of person we want to be and who we want to be. And the invitation here is that on a personal level, the collective is saying it's important for us to stop blaming other people for things. They're not saying that we haven't suffered. We all have suffered. We've been victims of abuses, of things, of um, unequal systems, of injustices. At the same time, this is an invitation to claim our co-creator ability. You know, if you feel like your particular career path is threatened during these times, what a great time, two weeks, to take a really inexpensive course. They're saying at Udemy, it's $10 and $11. Learn marketing, learn something, learn something that you could leverage in your field already or something else. Like it's, a, and you know, some of you have kids at home and that's different. And so they're saying in the time with the kids, you are having valuable time with your children 
right? Even though it's challenging, even though it's tiring, that you will look back on when they're older and be like, wow, that's the most time I ever spent with my child if you're somebody who's working. And so, and they're also encouraging that there's another family member within the home. You may want to also support them financially by maybe offering them some time to tend to a child if you have to work. So we're in like interdependent, interhelping each other and dropping deeper into who we are, what we are, where we're living, how we're living. Um, they're also saying some people might go deeper into anxiety and depression to access the services that are online, to call on their therapist. There's like systems being created. On a collective level, the biggest way that this is going to impact people is that they're going to wash hands more and they're going to be more careful with their own like, you know, bodily stuff that's happening. But it's going to happen in terms of a financial impact. It's going to impact everybody even just a little bit financially. And at the same time, Governments are going to be forced to understand that they're just not set up in the way that's needed for us to move forward. They're also saying that, you know, within the next eight years, 10 years, yeah, it was eight years. Uh, it is eight years, they're saying, but eight years in the United States, like a lot of changes have to come. And some people might still continue being narrow-minded about where healthcare comes from or where this care comes from. But, you know, the guides are saying, when we're talking about going to war, which is billions of dollars, nobody wonders how we're going to pay for this, but yet we always keep wondering how we're going to pay for healthcare. And the truth is if we're proactive and we have healthcare and we all take care of ourselves better, we won't be taxing the system that much because we'll all feel better. The mere fact of having like universal healthcare, they're saying, would relax people enough that their stress levels would drop and then things that are exacerbated by stress would increase and would get better so health levels would get better what the guides are saying as well is that anybody who has any health conditions at this time this is an incredibly perfect time for you to actually grow your health okay um it's just going to be uncomfortable as heck they're saying it's going to be uncomfortable for especially people who are living alone um so you know make your time with friends get on facetime do what you need to do to connect with people any specific questions that you want to ask Kelly that may have been missed? That was amazing. Um, no, I mean, I mean, how can we cope with it? But basically you go within, right? Is right. That yeah. Go within and also go without. So it's the balance, like go within, like what a great way to do it would be even journaling every day and just journal. Like, how do you feel? Because we're not here to deny how you feel. They're saying this is not about spiritual bypassing. This is not about, I'm okay. Look at me. I've got my crystals. Um, it's not about that. It's about being super honest. So many of us cover up and are pushing, pushing, pushing through. And how interesting, you know, capitalism is like Capricorn and all the planets in Capricorn and what we started out this year, this 2020, with all of these, it's like ambition and climbing and push through and masculine and you show up, right? It's the what we call masculine energy on earth, right? And then the healing, the, 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 um, not the placebo, but the sacred medicine for it, the actual sacred medicine for all of that push, push energy, go, go energy is actually intuition, is actually rest, is actually flow, is actually music, art, right? Which is the Cancerian, they're saying, the astrology. And so we don't have to go in and meditate everything away. We're going to maybe want to, like one of my dance teachers, and this is Vanessa speaking now, one of my dance teachers is going to start doing classes online, right, from New York. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm in, girl, charge and let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, like many of us may start to do things that we haven't done in a while. 
but it's really for us to claim our co-creative powers and, and to also admit that many of us wanted a break. Yeah. And one follow-up question for all my parents out there. Um, any guidance on the best way that we can parent and cope with the trauma and everything that's going around for our children? What's, what I'm hearing very clearly is to not lie to them and at the same time let them know that um, it's very important to wash our hands and to do all that but that everything's already in a process of getting better. Mm. And even if you feel up to it, depending on the age of the, the kids I'm hearing, to even mm. say like, you know, we've gone through this in history and we've survived. Back in the day, back way in the day, there was Black Plague, mm -hmm. the Yellow Fever. We had the whole flu of, what is it, 1918? Like we've gone through a lot of different things through our lives. We've, the people who are here now, we've survived it. Our ancestors survived it. And so to share with them that humans are resilient, that we are strong, and that it's part of life. If we make it something weird and strange, then there's a rejection of it. That's what I'm hearing. So that's the first time I hear that. If we make it something weird and strange, like people say intuition, oh, that's so weird. Well, but it's not. It's, it's here. The coronavirus is part of humanity. It's like part of being. It may have been unknown till now. But, you know, everything is always expanding. And so are viruses. They're manifesting, recreating, finding different ways. If we can look at the coronavirus as something that's serving us rather than something that's attacking us, we can see the opportunity in it and start to relax and breathe more deeply. Um, and so it's important not to lie to kids. It's important not to say, no, it's nothing. Because kids suffer when their truths are not validated, when their realities are not validated. Then they grow up to be kids who doubt themselves, adults who doubt their reality, doubt their intuition, and doubt themselves. Mm, powerful, powerful. Thank you so much. I don't know. That was amazing. Um, any final words, or do you want to close it up? I don't know what you're um, receiving or so asking collective one more time. Um, we're also being invited to go past the the jokeisms or the platitudes around spirituality. Um, I share those memes as well. That's me speaking. But the collective is saying, like, we can laugh about things because we need to be light, right? We need to be also light and laugh. At the same time, we've got to go deeper. Mm. Um, the traditional, like, as I said before, just have faith, everything will be okay. It's not enough for this generation, the generations on earth right now. It, we need to begin to ask ourselves, instead of saying, well, that's the way it is. My mom went through that. I'm going to go through it to question, well, why? Why do you? So to, to question and to dare to create our own stories, mm. you know, to mm -hmm. dare. And this is me for a moment. I wound up, you know, I had MRSA when I was creating my business and I'd crawled out of the car accident. It was like my world came to an end, but my guys kept going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And I look back, I didn't even know that this was going to last for eight years, you know, because every year I ask, is this still sustainable as things change? Because things are always changing, mm -hmm. right? And so it's important for us to take, is my life sustainable? And for some of us, it may be important to take a pen, to take a pad and be like, how do I want to live? How mm -hmm. have I been living? What are some thoughts and ideas of how I can improve it? And it could be as simple as I haven't been walking that much. Well, I'm going to take a walk now. 
you know mm-hmm. i haven't been moving i've been sitting in a chair all the time whatever it may be what do you want more of and even though we can't hang out in person you know there's zoom there's skype there's other things there's facetime we can do gatherings of people mm-hmm. i'm gonna have them with like five girlfriends this sunday you know mm-hmm. we can do them and we're gonna see each other and laugh and be like what are you going through what's going on we are really gifted we are really blessed with incredible opportunities to heal, to grow, to change. And it's up to us. Are we going to drop into victimhood and fear and that vibe of, I just can't and the learned hopelessness, which we've all, you know, been encouraged to have by the way, by Mm -hmm. the world, or are we going to say, no, I refuse this. I know there's more within me and I know humanity is good. And I know that push comes to shove because some people are saying, well, I'm afraid that people will get a little out of hand, you know, like all the movies, right. Mm -hmm. And start coming through and stealing and hurting let us hold that it will not happen, that people are kinder. And also that we give away some of our stuff. If we've been hoarding way too much food Mm -hmm. at the end of this, when we come out, if we have tons of cans, let's give them to people who need them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not in a shameful way, in an interdependent collaborative way. And so that is the message. And they're also saying like, take baths, take hot showers, move your body, put your legs up and just lay back and look at the sun, even if it's inside your house and allow yourself to just breathe and be thankful that you are here now. Beautiful. I receive, I gratefully receive. Closing and just thank you, thank you, thank you. Closing the records and they're saying, and there's just so much love on the other side. And I hope anybody listening is really feeling this. And just know that that energy of like, well, I'm going to do this, all that energy, it's fear, it's fear driven. And so we want to keep breathing love and truth into the situations. This doesn't mean that we're not cautious. It doesn't mean that we don't take steps to protect ourselves, but it means that we move forward knowing that we are the product of so many who came before us, who survived, who thrived, and that we're going to do so as well. And so it is. Amen. Ashe and Aho. Amen. Chills, chills all over my body. Vanessa, thank you. OMG, you are just so amazing. Like, I don't even have the words to describe how incredibly amazing and talented and gifted you are. I mean, it's so, it's clear as day. It's, it's so, it's so fascinating watching you because it's like you connect in one millisecond. It's so, you're so connected. It's so beautiful. Thank you. This was, this blew my intention for this episode. Like, to another level. I really, I was like, I think this is my favorite episode ever. I didn't even think that was possible from like the last time we connected, but seriously, Vanessa, this is so right on time. Thank you. I, I can't thank you enough. Like I almost, I feel emotional because I know this is exactly what the listeners need right now. And I'm so grateful that you honor the call and you continue to honor the call and you show up regardless, despite all the highs and lows that you've been experiencing at the same damn fucking time. It's unreal. And I just want you to know that we see you, we appreciate you. And the world, especially mine, is such a better place because you're in it. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you Kelly. And, and you and everyone who's listening, we were born for this. We were born for this. We have more, even though we're all, many are struggling, we have more benefits than ever. And we've got, and it's our task 
to make the world a better place by tending that space in our garden. So thank you. The world is better. My world is better for having you in it, Kelly. Everyone who's listening and just thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And where can we find you? What's up? Like, are you offering anything today? Let us know. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm so excited to share. You can find me on Instagram, the biz bruja, because even though I'm a healer, a teacher, a guide, a reader, hypnotherapist, I also help people build their businesses online. So if you've got some time off now and you want to, you know, grow that stuff, I get to the core of what's blocking you so you can thrive in your life and your business. So you can find me on the biz bruja on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, Vanessa could warn you. And I have a webpage that's not completely finished. It's called the biz but it's not completely finished but you can go there and you can, what I'm going to do, if you listen to this and you're interested and you find me on the Biz Buha, I will be putting up an offer today. Yes, today or tomorrow. And I'm going to actually, so my 30 minute Akashic record reading is 150 and I'm going to cut it to, I'm going to cut it to 80. Um, and when you well, actually 75, I'm getting 75, I'm going to cut wow. it to 75. It's in the moment. But when you purchase that, what you're also purchasing is that I'm going to give away a 15 minute reading to someone else. <gasps> so it's a 75 minute, 30 minute reading for you, but then I'm going to do a 15 minute, like intensive for somebody. <gasps> oh my God. And you get to choose the 15 minute person or does the person. You can choose it. Yeah. People will get to choose it. Oh my gosh, Vanessa, that's so generous of you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Did you just create this on the fly? Like right yeah, now? Yeah, right now. I just said, well, what do I do? What is best? Without me getting too exhausted and tired. Because I wanted to do two for one. Like, you're going to, no, you don't want to burn out. You're going through things. I'm like, okay. So that's a beautiful $75 instead of $150 for the 30 minute reading. A lot can come out in that time. And then you get to pick a person that you would do, that I could do a 15 minute session for. OMG. And I'm going to go create it now. So we will have the offer and I will post it in my link in Instagram and reach out. And, you know, for anyone, like I am okay with you going into my link in my bio and booking a chat. Like I do a free chat where I talk to people to see, are they ready? Do they need hypnosis or do they need Akashic records? Like which one is the one that's going to do it for them? Um, If you just want to talk for 20 minutes to find out what's best for you, I'm open to payment plans. I know some of us are not working. I'm open to working with people. I don't feel like anybody should be denied. That's why I still will be offering some free things going forward. Um, wow. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, right after we get off this, I have one session and then I'm going to do our intro oh. and I'm going to, I'm going to launch this hopefully with every intention today, yes. but definitely by tomorrow morning, but hopefully by today. Um, this was amazing. This is so generous of you. I'm jumping on it. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Vanessa. This was absolutely incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Sunshines. I have no words and you know, I never have no words, but I have no words. Check out Vanessa all in the show notes. I'm just so grateful for this conversation. I know you are too. So with that said, till next time, I love you all. Send you so much love, light and positive vibes. See you guys later. I'm speechless. I can't even talk. All right. Love you guys. Bye.